Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2112. How Little Sleep Can You Get Away With? by Hector Arnold with corespirit.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of just a few podcasts in the world where blogs are read to you. And on this show, you get the added bonus of hearing my commentary at the end. Oh, and another bonus, on Fridays, I answer your questions. Now to check out our other shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. But for now, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. How Little Sleep Can You Get Away With? by Hector Arnold with corespirit.com. How much sleep you need, at least seven hours for most people, is an often discussed topic. But often our real question is the flip side. Can you get away with less than the optimal amount or even replace your night's sleep with a series of round-the-clock naps? Everybody's needs are different, but six hours is probably the minimum. Sleep specialist Dr. W. Christopher Winter says, quote, we should not be talking about how much sleep people need in any way that's different from how many calories we need, end quote. Just like 2,000 calories is not the right amount for everyone, neither is a one-size-fits-all number like eight hours of sleep. If you're sick or if you exercise a lot, you may need more sleep, and as you age, you'll probably need less. According to the National Sleep Foundation, adults should get between seven and nine hours of sleep each night. The foundation's panel reviewed studies and used their own clinical experience to come up with those numbers, since there's no way to conclusively determine how many hours an individual needs. Seven to nine fits with the available evidence. The panel labeled a wider range, six to 10 hours, as, quote, may be appropriate, end quote. That range is for adults aged 26 to 64. Young adults may be fine with 11 hours, and nine is tops for those 65 and over. That doesn't mean everybody would be fine with six hours. It means that some six-hour sleepers may have sleep problems, but for others, six hours just happens to be what their body needs. Dr. Winter previously reminded us that people often get more sleep than they think they do, so check in with your Fitbit or other tracker if these numbers don't sound realistic. Bad things happen when you don't get enough sleep. Whatever your personal minimum is, you don't want to undercut it on a regular basis. Here's what the National Sleep Foundation's expert panel concluded for young adults, those between the ages of 18 and 25. 
Quote, the panel does not advocate sacrificing sleep duration for school, work, or social responsibilities because short sleep duration is associated with increased fatigue, decreased psychomotor performance, accidents, poor physical and psychological health, and low academic performance. And the same for adults from 26 to 64 years of age, sleep deprivation's adverse effect on multitasking performance, weight regulation, job safety, mental health, sugar regulation, blood pressure, and cardiovascular health was noted, particularly with nighttime sleep deprivation during the work week, end quote. The effects of sleep deprivation go beyond mere sleepiness. Besides the effects just mentioned, you may lack the judgment to make ethical decisions or be more likely to gain weight over time. Missing out on sleep can make you more likely to die of a heart attack. Over the longer term, work schedules that routinely disrupt employees' sleep are on the IARC's list of probable causes of cancer. That's the same category as red meat, hot beverages, and the pesticide glyphosate. To be clear, we don't know for sure that shift work is a carcinogen, but there are enough links between sleep deprivation and poor health that the idea is not far-fetched. No, naps probably can't replace sleep. So far, we've been assuming that you get all or most of your sleep in one big chunk at night. Life hackers might remember that a few years ago, polyphasic sleep was all the rage. Just take six tiny naps per day and you can ditch the whole idea of getting a good night's sleep. If this worked, it would be the ultimate time saver. Great thinkers throughout history supposedly slept very little or on erratic schedules. Leonardo da Vinci and Thomas Jefferson are examples. But those stories don't really hold up to inspection. And conveniently, these geniuses are all dead and can't be interviewed. So we asked Dr. Winter about whether naps can really replace sleep. He wasn't impressed, saying, quote, Polyphasic sleep proponents have nothing beyond anecdotal experiences that never hold up when rigorously tested. I would confidently say that sleep science would fall almost uniformly in the corner of saying, this life hack is bogus, end quote. To be clear, a comfortably long middle-of-the-day nap is still fine, and if that's part of your routine, you are welcome to continue. Young children need naps as part of their daily sleep, too. But if you're taking short naps just to get through the day, you probably didn't get enough sleep in the first place. The idea of polyphasic sleep as a productivity tool was inspired by studies like the one published in Work and Stress that examined how crews in sailing races were able to stay alert around the clock. The sailors didn't sleep at night because that's when collisions and trouble were more likely to happen, so they were left with no choice but to take short naps throughout the day. The most productive sailors took naps ranging from 20 minutes to an hour. Naps can help give you back some of your alertness when you are sleep-deprived, and with enough naps, the sailors were able to stay functional for days on end. The more sleep they got, though, the better they raced. Nap-centric sleep schedules don't seem to be sustainable. The bloggers who popularized the idea of polyphasic sleep typically gave up this extreme form after a few months, going back to a routine with a block of nighttime sleep, and for some, a nap or two during the day. I looked, but couldn't find anybody who had kept up round-the-clock naps for years. So, like it or not, sleeping at night is here to stay. Naps can help you survive if you don't get enough sleep at night, but for a healthy mind and body, you'll have to make sure to hit the sack for at least six hours a night, 
and for most of us, probably seven or more. You just listened to the post titled, How Little Sleep Can You Get Away With? by Hector Arnold with corespirit.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Today's author, Hector, mentioned that over time, sleep deprivation can lead to weight gain. Now, how is that possible? Well, researchers have found there's likely a couple of reasons for this. The first is that the less sleep we get means the more hours we're awake. Okay, that seems obvious, I know, but think about it this way. The more hours we are awake, the more likely we are to eat during those hours. So if you're awake for, say, 20 hours a day, then there's more opportunity to eat over those 20 hours when compared to someone who's awake for, say, 16 hours a day. But getting less than six or seven hours of uninterrupted sleep each night seems to also change our hormones, especially the hormones that control appetite. It turns out we produce more of a hormone called ghrelin when we're sleep-deprived, and ghrelin increases our feelings of hunger. So sleep deprivation can lead to more ghrelin production, which then leads to an increased appetite, which can lead to more calories consumed. And if we're awake for more hours of the day, that provides more opportunity for more calories to be consumed. Plus, when we're tired, we're less likely to make nutritious food choices or want to take the time to prepare a nutritious meal. So if you can, aim to get that minimum of six to seven hours of uninterrupted sleep most nights. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening today and every day. And I'll be back here tomorrow with another post and where your optimal life awaits.